Hi everyone, I'm Lauren. And I'm Tom. And we are the Not Quite Beginner Jimmers. This time we're going to be talking about the realistic expectations of losing weight or of changing your body in some way. <laughs> yeah, hi Lauren, how have you been? I feel like we've not recorded in forever. Is it actually been like two, two, is it like two weeks or three weeks? Two weeks, I think it's been two weeks. Two weeks, yeah. Two weeks isn't that, even, isn't that long. It feels like it though. Mm. What's yeah. been up to? Well, as well as working... <laughs> really? <laughs> no, Lauren, have you been working as, again? <laughs> as well as working. Um, so obviously the why I didn't why we didn't record last Saturday because I went to the brunch, the oh, bottomless yeah. brunch. Oh my god! Ooh, I was so drunk. Just <laughs> <laughs> so explain what the bottomless brunch is because that sounds like food, but it wasn't just food, was it? No, so. It were at Revs in town, and you got you got to pick like any like meal off the menu, and you got like they had like a set list of like alcoholic drinks that you could just get for free, well, like you could just get get as much as you wanted. So oh my god, I had so it was a waffle with fried chicken and bacon and syrup and fried eggs. Wait, what? Yeah, like it was like a sweet waffle. Like a sweet waffle. Yeah, and then it had like on top of it fried chicken, bacon, eggs, and then syrup. Why did I have chicken on? I mean, I'm Just fine brunch. with the. Waffle was breakfast, and the chicken. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Chicken's not really breakfast. No, but honestly, yeah, well, that's why it's brunch, lunch. You can have chicken at lunch, but no. So it was so. It was actually so nice. So I am a big fan of was like this is like american you know like syrup on bacon and syrup yeah. on savory foods i love i love it I, I, oh my god you need to try it it's it's like such like a clash of flavors but it's gorgeous no that was so nice and obviously the drinks were going down very nice as well and then so like in the last half hour i was like oh my god we've only got half an hour left like i was i definitely got my money's worth like probably times five because I was just literally just getting a drink down it. I'm like, yep, another, another, keep them coming. <laughs> and then because we ended up going into Leeds after, yeah. and Giovanni actually came with us, but he was driving, oh, so right. he like won't drink it. But if he just came with us, and then. I was too drunk. I don't even remember. We, oh my god, Joe! I was like such a fatty that day. Cause we, no, I remember we went to Spoons. I got like this big chicken platter at Spoons, and then yeah, I don't remember getting home. But Giovanni said I passed out in the car on the way back, and it was like it just said you actually like looked dead. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> what have you been up to, Tom? <laughs> well, I've been dying. Basically, dead. Just crawling back up from the bloody grave this week. I've um, on that same day, and you were living it up in Leeds. Well, I was cleaning the flat. 
so that day I was just about I think that was the start of when I was coming down with the illness so I weren't feeling too cracker but we had um, a flight inspection on supposed to be on the Monday um, and then we were we were going to record on the Sunday um, so I was just cleaning around the flat for that and then obviously Ashley our, my friend came up on the Sunday we went for a workout which was really nice um, absolutely knackering and that just kind of tipped me over the edge I feel because <laughs> yeah. we went to the park run as well didn't we on the, the Saturday yeah. and I went to feeling too good there but anyway a mixture of all that just kind of like did me in for the week mm. so the rest of the week I've been ill and obviously Dying. me so the program is not finished yeah oh yeah so because I was ill I didn't go to the gym at all mm. um, except for yesterday so what have you been up to yes. in the gym in my absence so um I know I've talked about my program a lot and last week we it was the last week of it and then I said after I wanted to do a one rep max week so that's basically when you just do you just literally doing one rep but you're trying to hit like personal bests and you're just trying to go heavy it's just for me it was just to kind of see you know like I've been doing 12 weeks of a program I wanted to just see what progress I'd actually made from it and I hit new personal bests in my bench and in my squat yay so I benched 45 kilos way congratulations yeah and then I squatted 62.5 so and I've been putting the videos and stuff on the Instagram as well Well, yeah, yeah. Listeners, if if they've you know followers on the Instagram as well, they'll know all this. Yeah, and then obviously, <laughs> so you did come to the gym yesterday. I did. So, so I didn't want you to miss out on <laughs> Max Week. So we did your bench and squat as well, yeah. and you did manage to do eighty kilos. I did. We squat, and that is seriously impressive. I did. Squat that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm proud of that. Yeah, I just want to keep building up on, building on top of that, I think. I, I enjoy the Metcons every once in a while, but I feel like the weightlifting, as in squats and that, Yeah. using my legs, I feel that's where I'm most strong. Yeah, well, I feel like I've just kind of, I've been creating a new programme, which has got a mixture of everything, because even though I did enjoy doing the programme that we just finished, yeah. It was very repetitive. I've been creating creating my own. I wanted it to be different every time. So that is exactly what it is. That's why it's taking me so long to do, but I think I've done about four weeks of it. Yeah. But I've just put everything into it, you know, different weightlifting stuff we've not done and like a Metcon high intensity workout day every week. Yeah. So that's gonna be exciting. Do you know what I've actually put like a load of different squats and stuff so obviously we only just really do the regular back squat we yeah. did box squats didn't we yeah they were yesterday. hard yeah they, they were super hard they were i thought you know i squat i squat deeper than the box like surely it's not gonna be that hard but mm-hmm. it actually was i think just because it's so different and then obviously front squats are a good one to do which we've not yeah. programmed before yet so as I was saying in the gym, every single time that we kind of like get good at something, because I can do the the normal squats mm. like we do, it just feels like we're starting the gym again, yeah. fresh when we caught something new. And then 
my boyfriend is going to teach us some weightlifting yes. techniques. Uh, you know, watch this space. I'm sure we'll be able to put some funny videos on the Instagram of us <laughs> learning how to do all clean and jerk and yep. all that kind of thing. Snatch. Gonna get ourselves snatched <laughs> while we do snatching. <laughs> um, oh, there's something else I want to talk to you about, okay? Now, this is completely off topic, nothing to do with fitness or anything like that. <laughs> but I mean, I've been asking people it for the past two weeks, right? And everyone like listening, you could like take part too. How do you spell Febreze? I don't know, I just spotted I'd be like F E and Breeze or F E R and Breeze. <laughs> I don't know, I've never really thought about it. Um It's not Fabreeze, is it? So it's F E and then how would you spell Breeze? B R E E Z E. Right, and do you like is that how you've always like thought it to be? Like Febreze, the spray. Yeah. <laughs> right. This ain't gonna work too well, cause... Right, okay. Febreze isn't spelled with double E, it's spelled with one E. What? Yeah. Febreze, it's spelled with one E. So it's like Febreze? Febreze. <laughs> it's not Febreze. On the adverts, though, how do they pronounce it? They pronounce it Febreze, but this is the... I'm gonna go on to Maybe it. this is like the Krispy Kreme thing. You know how people say Krispy Kreme? Krispy Kreme. Well, okay, and another one. Do you know anything about Nelson Mandela? Mm. And, like, how he died, or when he died, roughly? I don't know. I feel it might have been, like, when I was maybe not even born yet. I don't know. He didn't die in prison, did he? He got out of jail, and... Do you think he died in prison? No, I think he got out of prison first. But, like, how... What year would you like? I don't know. I don't think I was born. Okay, so you don't think you... Okay. In, like, the 80s or the 90s. <laughs> So, Nelson Mandela died in 2013. Did he? Okay, but this is, this is, that whole thing was leading up to this point, okay? So, I was listening to a podcast, and this podcast was talking about the Nelson Mandela effect. Have you ever heard of it? It's sort of sweet, so we're forgetting about them. Sort of. So, basically, it came from the fact that people thought Nelson Mandela was already dead, that he died in the 80s. Before he actually died. It's not like he had a massive impact on the world. (laughs) (laughs) No, but the thing is, people could remember that he died in prison, that he was assassinated. They could remember his funeral, they could remember his wife giving the eulogy at the funeral, everything. They thought he was dead. And this wasn't just a few people, this was a lot of people around the world who thought Nelson Mandela had already died. Do you know what, it's kind of like, I can't remember which celebrity it is now, but there's a celebrity, and I'm not even joking. Yet, every so often, it's no it, Gene Wilder who was um, played Willy Wonka in the original Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. This I was, I swear this happens every year. It's like someone shares a BBC news article about about from when he died. Yeah. But people, I'm not even joking. I see this every year. Someone shares it like it's just happened, and then people comment in like, "Oh my god, R.I.P." And then <laughs> it just takes one person who's like, "This were years ago." <laughs> yeah, but the Nelson Mandela effect is when people, like a collective of people, have the same memory of something that doesn't exist.
the realistic expectations of losing weight or of changing your body in some way because we've touched upon before that people just want it to be instant and think that it's such a quick thing when in reality it's not at all yeah so we've been going for coming up to two years now and if you'd have asked me at the beginning of those two if you'd have asked me at the beginning of those two years if you said what do you think you'll look like after you know working out this many times a week for two years I would have thought something a lot different to actual reality but you can see there's still progress there so I think it's just a case of like working out for two years you'd think oh yeah you'd after two years you'd be ripped and but that's not been the case but I think that but it's something that we've learned is the reality of it my thought is that we did this for a lifestyle change not just for like a quick fix Mm. you know summer six pack yeah so I think if you it depends on your mindset and the read like why you're you're doing it anyway if you are doing it just to lose weight for the summer then you know go ahead and lose weight for the summer but if you're doing it because you really want to do it and keep up for it and you know practice and practice and practice it is going to take a slow amount of time but it's just like day-to-day life yeah do you know what i mean that's what we've embedded that into our day-to-day life yeah i mean do you know i could not pitch myself like never go into the gym again it's just like become such like a normal thing now but i was trying to i was trying to work out when i actually started to like notice because it definitely weren't even like i don't even think in the first six months of us going i didn't really see it was it must have been a year it that I've just really noticed. I looked at a like an old picture, and put it next to a new picture, and I was like, I was just like, oh my god. Yeah, you definitely have. That's crazy. For me, I don't think I've, I've just, I don't, I haven't seen a massive change, but again, that's to do with diet and mm. you know you did things send, like you that. You sent me those pictures though. Definitely, I think you can definitely tell. I think there's, yeah, there's a little bit of change, but none like, like, massive, you know, a weight loss or whatever. Yeah, but, th- again, when I first started, like, the reason I started was to lose weight. Yeah. And obviously now, with, we did more weight training. Yeah. Than cardio. So, obviously, I wasn't ever going to lose weight doing that. Um, So, I have just kind of, like, toned up, but I still need to lose a few, you know, little bits and bobs. But it'll just come off naturally. I I definitely feel as well since moving to the new flat because I have to walk like two miles a day now to get to the gym like that's a 40 minute walk one way and then a 40 minute walk back so that's like on average I can do about 25 30,000 steps mm. a day so that's definitely helping as well but yeah like I say though it's just part of the new life yeah. <laughs> unrealistic expectation when it comes to food and 
this is something we've said before because it's just so I think it's such an important thing is when it comes to your diet when someone wants to lose weight and they think right I need to stop eating and they really cut the calories down it's just so bad for you because you're just not fueling your body and when you if you go from eating normally to suddenly eating nothing your body's it's going to be such a big shock for your body that it's going to try and store onto fat so it's just you're not going to lose weight if you work out loads you're losing you're burning like tons more calories than what you're actually putting into your body and you just get tired and you can't do anything you can't push yourself and be personal best because your body's just not going to be able to handle it and you're definitely going to be too weak I know when I first started going to the gym that's exactly what I did I think I I went I was trying to eat something stupid like a thousand calories a day and as well as working out and I just I was just tired all the time I could sleep for like nine hours a night and I would just I, I was just tired constantly it were awful going to the gym and working out were just tired like it was more tiring than usual and Joe was awful just feeling hungry all the time <laughs> I I hate feeling hungry especially when I've got such like a loud st- stomach <laughs> i'm like that person that was like in the assembly hall and it was dead <laughs> silent most of them would go there like <laughs> oh, shame. absolute shame <coughs> no that's a really valid point that um that's something that i still need to work on mm. i feel like during the day i don't eat as much as i should yeah usually when i wake up you know i have a bowl of cereal and then from then on because i'm out the house and out and about because i don't really meal prep as we've discussed <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I just don't eat until after you know I'll snack maybe when I get to work but again that's like a flapjack yeah <laughs> some sugary goodness and then you know and then I'll end up eating loads at night because all of a sudden then yeah. I'm hungry once I've started eating well um, so yeah I just definitely need to definitely good advice that I find um, what I do for my dinner like through the day when I'm at work I take I do my meal prep, so I have, like, whatever meal prep I've taken, so, like, mince and rice or pasta or something like that. But then I take little snacks, which, like, I, I put everything into my calorie calculator. But, like, for example, like, I'll take, I'll take cereal bar to have when I get there. I'll take, like, a banana, an orange, a cheese string. Will ya? Yeah, and a bag of crisps like what's it's I've, I like them because I, they're actually quite low in carbs mm. and they're, it's like 90 calories in the bag and I just love I love what's it so I take so I take all these little snacks with me I know because my meal prep will fill me up when I eat it oh I take a yogurt as well Aldi's split pot yogurts um and then do you know what I do I try I like plan for every so often to have like one of my little snack foods because I don't know it like breaks up my day <laughs> in, in like a weird way I think right at 11 o'clock I'm gonna have my orange and my cheese <laughs> string <laughs> it's like when we were in uni I was writing a long essay like I'm gonna write 2,000 words like yeah. 100 words and then I'm gonna have a, like a coffee or something <laughs> but that's what I do so I, I just have like 
I just have a little snack all through the day because because um, I dropped my calories obviously to lose weight mm. and naturally it's just like I can't have a big meal now because I just feel sick if I eat too much so that's why I try and split it up so that I have I just have like I keep myself a little snack every so often yeah. just to keep me going but it's obviously not enough to like make me feel ill yeah so yeah does that work for you yeah completely yeah. and then yeah i'm hungry like i get home at about six i get i'm back hungry again have my tea mm. and then bed yeah sometimes it might sound strange but sometimes i like to feel hungry no i don't i hate it <laughs> yeah <laughs> no i like to just feel the hunger um i don't know why it just kind of resets me i guess i don't know i get cranky when i'm hungry as well and Giovanna mm. can vouch for that i'm such a hungry person <laughs> Do you know, I used to my mum and dad used to like take some walks and stuff um, like every weekend when we were kids like out in the malls or we'd go on like family walks all the time and as I started to like getting older this is probably like why I ended up so fat like eventually because I used to take snacks with me like sometimes it would be fruit and stuff but i'd like i'd get pack some crisps a chocolate bar <laughs> some oranges and then on the walk because i I'd, I'd just pack all this stuff in like a little bag or whatever and take it with me and then i'd just like wipe out this bag of crisps and mum be like where have you got them from <laughs> but then everyone used to come for me for snacks because no one else brought any so. <laughs> but yeah so the moral to that whole point <laughs> is be realistic when just try just be realistic with your diet when you're trying to lose weight more calories are not necessarily a bad thing is what many people think you know you might think you need to be 1200 calories a day but more than likely you know you're gonna be wanting more than that and there's nothing wrong with that because you're still gonna lose weight regardless yeah i was listening to another podcast actually and they they described food as fuel well, it is. Yeah. That's... I think that's a really nice way to think about it as well, the fact that instead of, like, calories, because when you... Again, with, like I was saying with the, the fat topic, and mm-hmm. um, you know, say some calories to someone, they immediately just think of the negatives yeah. of it. Whereas if you say fuel, probably calories yeah. are the fuel. So you just need to keep your fuel topped up. That's with the right fuel. You wouldn't put a diesel in a petrol car. <laughs> So we know nice healthy food in us. <laughs> That's what it is. And I need to take I need to listen back and like just take my own advice on this. <laughs> right. Right, so I'm gonna be talking about I'm gonna talk about time, as in taking time out and not overdoing the time. Yeah. Spent at the gym. Um, so going back to our sort of journey with it um, at the beginning it was so all consuming like we just wanted to be in the gym all the time cracking on with it like progressing getting all the goals and everything and it just isn't realistic like if you if you, you want it to be if you want this lifestyle to be your lifestyle it's got to fit into your life already yeah and it's something that you've got to ease yourself into yeah rather than 
dive in at the deep end. Yeah, it's like um, it's like part time job or something. Mm. You wouldn't just you know constantly be there all the time. You'd sched you you know you are scheduled in. You go when you go. You work and then that's it. That's how I like to kind of like treat the gym. Like I go when I go. There's certain times that we've got where I know right where at that time, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Then once that's over, you don't need to think about it again. You just move on with your day. Yeah, and like before, do you remember when I first started working full-time again? And I was just trying to overdo it with the gym. Yeah. I was trying to push myself to go to to go so much. And I would just... I would, it killed me. Yeah. Like, I was just... I was exhausted to the... like, And I've not felt like exhausted like that in... Like, I can't even remember when, but... It was too much. Like, I just needed to listen to my body on that one. Because it didn't fit in. And then, then, you know, you found a place where it would fit into your life. And it's working. Yeah, it, it was just... It was literally just easing myself into the routine. And, yeah, it is fitting now. Yeah. Like how the... So, so, we do the park run. Yeah. And we've started doing that every Saturday now. Um, yeah. That... Yeah, it's just kind of that's just fitting in its own little do the run, maybe go to the gym after, then come record. Mm-hmm. And that's how we get it done. <laughs> we just like to attach things into the life. So that's one advice that I'd give. I don't rarely give advice. <laughs> I rarely give advice on the podcast because, like we say, we're not doctors, we're not trained, we're not professionals in any of this. This is just our opinion. But that's one advice that I would give out is just. Whatever you're doing, whatever plans you've got for the gym, you know, whether you are rock climbing every Tuesday or whatever, just fit it into your life. Don't move things around or, you know, put extra pressure on yourself to do it. And also, if you one morning you wake up and you don't want to do it, don't do it. Yeah, definitely. Don't push yourself when yeah. your body's... I think, well, I don't know, there's... I think, like, it shouldn't be, like, if you're just no, I'm not lazy saying... <laughs> and you're like, you just, oh, I can't be asked today. No, I'm not saying... If you've got a valid reason to not do it, or if you are having a rare down day... Yeah. Now, obviously, if you're finding yourself, you're having down days all the bloody time, you need to go speak to someone. Yeah. But if, you know, it's normal every once in a while for people to feel like, nah, I don't want to do that it's today. It's just about cutting just yourself do some slack. Yeah. Like, I think everyone... Everyone does put so much pressure on themselves, and... I don't know. You just got you've got to look like how far you've actually come and yeah. realize it is okay to cut yourself some slack every once in a while. Mm. Like I say, as long as it's not like a, a habitual thing, mm. you'd be fine. It's like work. Like going back to the work thing. If you were having a sick day, you'd phone in sick to work. You wouldn't make yourself go. So yeah, that's time. <laughs> so the unrealistic expectation mm. of how quickly people think they're going to change. I was too, you know, when we started going, thought, you know, if I keep this up in a few months, I'm going to look like Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> um, She's but, bloody good looking for 50, isn't she? She is. Did you see her on the, um, the catwalk? Yeah, incredible. Jeez. Um, I don't swing that way, but, but that's, I swing. <laughs> but that's the thing. that That's her life. She has, like, a crazy workout schedule. She's just done the Hustlers movie, Pole Dancing. Yeah, Cardi B. Um, 
yeah, exactly. You want if you want to look like that when you're fifty, that is just something that you're just gonna have to stick out <laughs> for so long. Yeah, but that's the thing. She's she's not just sticking at it. That is her life. Mm. You don't just stick at your life, do you? It is your life. Yeah. Um. So like I said before, so obviously it took me like a year before I started seeing these changes. But even though, from what I initially pictured where i want to be yeah. i'm still not at what i pictured originally mm. but rather than rather than like feeling down about it and thinking well we've been coming for almost two years and i don't look like what i wanted what i set out that i wanted to look like i don't know i'm just i feel like i take a more positive kind of outlook on it now yeah. where i'm like well i have been making changes clearly I've been lifting heavier weights. Exactly. It's not all about the physical changes. At the beginning, it's all about the physical changes because that's all that you can see. You know, maybe that's the reason. But when you actually get into it and you get started on lifting the weights, you find all the technical details, which you find yourself, you know, better in at. So the fact that now you know the best position to to lift in, you know, the techniques and everything. Like, I just... So I've just beat my personal best on my bench at 45 kilos. I remember when, I think it must have must have been about a year ago now, um, when I first ever benched. And we, I just did it with the bar, which is 20. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, this is so heavy. Like just the bar, I was like, oh my God, this is so heavy. And it took me actually quite a while before I could even like start putting weights on it because it was just it was just so heavy. And now to think that I'm doing over double than what I originally was, you know, couldn't do. Yeah. Um. It's just I don't know. You you kind of celebrate the small victories more. Yeah. Rather than I don't know. It's it's more. It becomes more about. Just, it literally becomes about the small things and the small achievements that you're making because all those small achievements are like eventually down the year, like down the line. But this could be something that's going to take years, and yeah. it may be a matter of, you know, three years, four years. It is such a long time, but you, you just do all these little things in between, which yeah. are incredible. Also, I feel like when you first start. The, whatever goal you've got you never reach it anyway because when you get into it that goal moves further and further and further away because yeah. you know there's stuff added to it or the goal changes or do you know what I mean yeah that's why I like to have little mini goals yeah. so like, do you remember when we first started going and we wanted to do a pull up yeah and we were, we spent months <coughs> like doing oh, all the sort of conditioning and strength training to be even able to like hold our body weight or whatever. Yeah. So like the initial goal was on do pull up. It was just one pull up. Yeah, and we can do a pull up now. So like now my little goal is was to only do three pull ups. I can I, I can do I can kind of do two and a half. So, you know, but that's like, just keep working on it. Once I hit three, I'll have a goal to, like, do four and yeah. then five, and it'll just keep going up. And 
you know, one I'm, day I'll be able to just do loads of pull-ups. Yeah, and for anyone rolling their eyes out there who are thinking they've been going to the gym for two years and they can't do a pull-up, when we say we, be, we do it every day, like, we don't mean, like, we spend a lot of time doing it every day. Mm. We do it at the end of every... Not even every, but, like, every other workout we'll just do like maybe two minutes of you know pulling up yeah it's not like it's just a little tiny bit of practice like a tiny bit of practice over the past two years i mean like the assisted pull-up machines are good for it Mm. and stuff that does your back and your lats so like the seated cable rowing and the lat pull down is another good thing that's gonna like make you all your back and your shoulder muscles solid make it a bit easier yes yes right what's next progressing too much yeah is that similar to what you just talked about do you mean like the trying to go like too heavy too fast yeah yeah that's an unrealistic that is an unrealistic expectation yeah okay so following on from that unrealistic unrealistic expectation here is the other one um, progressing too much too fast and that is you know going every single day but unlike most people where you take your time you know you're going to be adding 20 kg onto the weights instead of you know five up and by like yeah. 10 instead of like two or whatever um so just going too hard too fast and then doing yourself some damage obviously that can happen and then that hinders any progress at all because you're recovering so that's just one little um time for anything does that fit into what we're talking about yeah because this is what happened to me um i first picked up like well i first deadlifted but when Right, I'd never deadlifted before. Um, it was before me and Giovanni got together, but we used to kind of when we still used to talk to each other in the gym though. Wait, how long have you been together now? Like nine months. Has it? How was it that long? Was it that long we were going to the gym for that long before you met each other? Yeah, he didn't work there straight away. He didn't. He right. He started in September. That's so he's, crazy. He's been there about. He's only been there about a year. That's mad. Um, yeah, so before we got together... So this must have probably been about a year ago. It must have been, yeah. like, September, October time. It might have might started, started at the end of August. It was around this time last year, anyway, mm-hmm. that I'd never deadlifted before. And there were, like... There was a barbell loaded up to 70... And he was so like, he was like, he said sort of like, you won't be able to pick that up. Like, he didn't want, he wasn't like saying it was, he wasn't saying it to try and make me pick it yeah. up. He was just like, he was just like, yeah, you won't be able to pick that up. But when someone says that, something like that to me, I'm like, watch me then. <laughs> <laughs> so I literally went over, picked it up. It was bloody heavy. My form was not good because I'd never done it yeah. before. So that was like probably really bad that I actually did it. But then I thought, well, that's actually a really heavy weight and I've just picked it up. It wasn't good, but I picked it up. So then I thought, oh, I want to do I want to deadlift. I want to do like deadlift all these heavy weights. 
So I was literally trying to put the numbers up too quick for what my body could actually handle. And I ended up doing my back in. Yeah. Um, like in the beginning, I didn't really notice anything, but I was just trying to put it up. And I, I did. I've done ninety five kilos before on a deadlift, but I think it was after that I started getting these terrible back pains, and it, to the point where it, my back, I was, I was in agony all the time. Honestly, I was like an old lady that would just need like severe pain. I was like, but I didn't know what was making my back hurt, and then I was like, it must be the deadlifts. So I, I've not done deadlifts like since I hurt my back, and my back's been completely fine. So I know that that was the cause of it. Yeah. But it's because I was, I was just being unrealistic because I was like. I was like, I can do it heavy, I can do it, I can do it, when clearly my body was screaming for me, don't do it, girl. Like, just practice a lighter weight and get your strength up first before you go trying to pull these crazy numbers. Yeah. So, like, in the new programme, we are going to start deadlifting again. Yeah. But I'm just going to be really kind of careful this time not to try and just hit pbs all the time because that's what people are unrealistic about they want to like do a heavy weight every single time they do it and you need to give your body time to recover and you need to actually there's no they're like there's no good say you do a heavy squat and being like right okay next week i'm gonna beat that when you already you managed to do it but you struggled because you're just gonna be you're just gonna keep struggling because you're not strengthening yourself you're not getting to a point where one day you struggled with that weight and then you work up to it again until you get comfortable yeah that's the that's and that's the whole point to take away from that is that if you do that if you work just to beat your personal best you're not actually working out you're not strengthening anything like you were saying you're not practicing anything you're just lifting a weight heavier but you're not doing it properly that's why usually then they'll do like after like say we've just done one rep max week and gone quite heavy on stuff it's like called deloading week where you strip everything down train lower weights it's about then giving your body that break giving your body that break to recover and it's just like about revisiting you know like your technique and everything because there's nothing wrong with going lighter because it's just gonna make you better. Yeah. Brilliant. So I'm excited to get back into deadlifting. I'm like I'm nervous, but just because I know I hurt my back, but that's why I just really need to focus on. I'm excited, but I feel doing it right. The last time we did it, I did the hundred kg mm. deadlifted that, but because now I know that I did that, I don't want to be eating my own words. And start trying to get into that too soon if you know what I mean well because I feel like this time around I'll hurt my back we're just gonna have to be sensible yeah about it don't be unrealistic guys (laughs) (laughs) stay in stay in the real world (laughs) you just gotta think everything takes time just have fun because 
if you're in for the long run, then what's the point in it? What's the point in hating it? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's really good advice. If you're in for the long run, you need to have fun because it is your life. You're either in or you're out. <laughs> in out, shake it all about. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you're doing, just have fun with it. Yeah. Um, and just keep. Keep your eyes on the the prize, keep your eyes on the goal, but don't focus on it too much. So that brings us to the end of episode 9. Any questions, comments or concerns, you can drop them over to us on our social medias, which is Lauren. NQB Jimmers on Instagram and Twitter. Yes. Uh, we have a Facebook page now. Oh, we do. We have, yeah. yeah. We, do we still actually need to, like, edit it? Um, it keeps popping up on my phone saying, add a description to this. <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, I'm just not good with, like, Facebook pages. Um, so, like, in- Instagram's my forte yeah. in all of this. But, you know, we'll try. We'll try and do something with the Facebook yeah join it like it and discover yeah and i mean if you want to give us a rate and review on i think you do it on apple Podcasts. yeah apple Podcasts. can you do it on spotify can you review podcasts um no i don't think you can hmm. well rate and review us on apple Podcasts. yeah do it on apple do it on apple do it on give anchor us, give us five stars give us a little share and with that we wish you a good day (laughs) (laughs) we'll see you next time hope you enjoyed listening Bye. bye season one is ending on episode 10 and then we're going to take a bit of time off to well we'll we'll explain it episode in episode 10 I'll just call that bit out anyway. Right.